this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, October 9th. Depending on where you are listening to The Upside, it's recognized as Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day. So if you have the day off, enjoy your celebration. Uh, my name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I'm grateful for our fireplace. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that I am entering into later stages of pregnancy during cooler weather. It oh, was so yeah. beautiful this weekend. And I went to um, my girlfriend's house who had a baby probably like six weeks ago, six weeks ago or so, maybe seven. And she um, had her baby in August and was just so uncomfortable. And I feel like now we're getting into weather where when I get a little uncomfortable, at least I'm not hot, you know? Yeah. Well, when you, when you say when you're starting to get a little bit uncomfortable because you went to get some oyster crackers from the kitchen before we recorded and that was you were really winded i was from that you don't remember my heavy breathing with ellie it's no. a thing it's a, the heavy breathing and uh i bent down to pick up my purse this weekend like from the floor and i was like oh this is harder now apparently um so it's just funny that there are things that i'm starting to be able to be like oh we right. the, the timing of our trip to disney everything about it was coincidental and lucky but we ended we booked it a week before ellie's third birthday not realizing that virtually everything at disney for somebody under the age of three is free whoop, whoop. and then from three and up you got to start paying for tickets to the parks and and meals buffet, meals and all that we also booked it in a, a a week where there's not a ton of crowds there's not a lot of people there there was also a special where we got 25% off our room because we're Disney subscribers or Disney, Disney Plus, Plus or, yeah. or what. So everything just worked out. And here's another bonus. How lucky, happy are you that we're just going to be able to, that you can dictate the speed? Mm-hmm. Because in a few years, going to Disney with, with a kid, they're going to know, they're going to be able to do their own research. Right. And they're going to have rides that they're going to want to do. They're mm-hmm. going to want to run, 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 go, go, go. Mm-hmm. Ellie is of the age where she doesn't – if we went to a play we're, – We're all at Disney uh, for the Cali ride. Like we are all – you and Ellie are on my uh, schedule and what I can, you know, right? what but, I can physically but, endure. But you set the speed. Yeah. So you, we can move as slow as we want. Through the as through the park as a turtle, yeah, a pregnant turtle, a pregnant turtle. Okay, we had a super fun weekend. We emceed a um, nonprofit event on Saturday, and first of all, the weather was perfect. It was awesome, and it worked out well for them because they have like an indoor part of the venue and an outdoor part of the venue, so people could enjoy the weather but also take part in the event, which was really cool. It was the most um, like a non-pretentious, cool, fun event I've been to in a really long time. It was the Center for Puppetry Arts. Why, that's what has been hard for me to say. I want to say puffistry. Puffistry? I don't know why. Like puff pastry? My brain, maybe. My brain just doesn't compute puppetry. Yeah. But I said puffistry from the stage every time I said yeah. it. Yeah. The Center uh, for Puppetry Arts does a fundraiser called String Fling, and 
The venue was was great, as as Callie said. The food was outstanding. The people were all about having fun and being cool, and 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 everybody was dressed up, and there was no wrong way to dress. So like some pe- people were in costumes, some people had face paint, some people were in formal wear. It was just cool. So, some people were wearing j- dark jeans with a blazer. Yeah, and everything was fine. And uh, so, thank you to to the center for for puppetry arts. Is that right? Puppetry arts for asking us to be a part of it because we had a great time. And I'll be totally honest. On the way there, I said to Callie, I think I might be over emceeing things because a lot of time, it's not, I don't want to say that, I don't want to offend anybody I've ever emceed something for, but the lead up to it is not a fun experience for me because I get anxious that I'm not going to do a good enough job for them and they'll be disappointed. And the pressure of raising money will be all on you. Yeah. Yeah. and, And I just won't. Feel and nobody has ever come to me and said, "You I mean, stink." Right, and and often, I mean, this is not me bragging. This is just telling you how my brain works. Often, people say, uh, "Ask me to do it again and again." Mm-hmm. Right, I've done a few events for years, and it, it, it's almost more pressure when it's a repeat performance because then in my head I think, "Oh well, obviously I did good last year. What if I don't do good this year?" Right, they're going to be so disappointed. That, it's just this because you're always making, you're always trying to raise money for something that is an unbelievable cause. Yes, unbelievable. Yes, and you want to keep the the event going, and you want to keep the energy up, and you don't want to be the person who brings the room down. And 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 I don't know why I feel. I, the only anxiety that I feel, going up on the only. Big anxiety. Obviously, every time I walk, like if I'm doing a comedy show, part, I have little butterflies walking out. Yeah, because I want to do well. But when I'm when it's when it's a uh, not for profit fundraiser thing, it's just this weird. I just don't like it, and I don't find it enjoyable. So on the way there, I said to Callie, "This might be the last one of these that I do. I would be okay not doing any of these." Mm-hmm. An hour into it, I said to Callie, "I hope they ask us back next year." We had so much fun and it was really cool too because, well, a lot of times here's the deal. Like if you have ever been to a big fancy fundraiser um, and a lot of times the more money people raise, the fancier it is. So you've got people that are worth a lot of money, people that are dressed up so fancy and people that want to have a good time. And the challenge is the same people that write the big checks are also the ones that want to have a really good time, which is awesome. And they're supposed to, but it's hard to communicate passionately about a cause when everybody is rip roaring drunk. Right. And, you know, fortunately that means that people also open their wallets and donate to these amazing causes, but trying to get their attention for 30 minutes where they've been drinking for a couple of hours is really hard Yeah, (laughs) Um, because they don't want to listen. They're like, yeah, I'm here. I know what it's about. Where do I sign? I've, I've already written a check to get here. Right. And I'm going to write a check in 30 days when you send me a note and say, hey, we're, you know, doing our fundraising for 2024. Mm-hmm. Can you help me out? So, but yeah. So we, it, had, it was, we had the best time. And it is cool. Someone made a great point to me because Center for Puppetry Arts, if you are from the Atlanta area, you you probably know it. A lot of us went to, I'm a native Atlanta and I went to field trips there so many times as a kid and they were so magical to me and cool. And somebody made the point to me over the weekend, like, 
most cities have a historical museum. Most cities, a lot of cities have an art museum, but a puppetry art center where kids can come and be like creative and cool and watch puppetry, that's really rare in this country. And they have a lot of support from the Jim Henson I don't know if it's called foundation or family or whatever. So they have like Jeff and I were walking around like Big Bird is there on exhibit. <laughs> and we were like geeking out. Jeff saw Emmett Otter. If you know, you know, and was like, oh, my gosh, it's Emmett Otter's boat. I, 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 I'm not going to I don't think I realized the impact that the Jim Henson production. I think I talked about this after we went. Yeah. So a, a couple points, I almost like teared up because there were cartoons and. Well, not cartoons, puppets, character, yeah. characters uh-huh. is the word I'm looking for, from my childhood that I forgot. Yeah. You know, and then you come around the corner, you're like, oh, I remember. You know, like, yeah. I remember sitting on the couch with it. I had a green, a light green and dark green blanket when I was a kid. Like, that was my blanket. Yeah. And uh, I just remember, I remember that thing. I was like, oh, so... It's just neat. Yeah. And I feel like going (laughs) – the time we're in right now, and I know this because I have friends that work in fundraising, it's going to be a really hard year and probably next year too and maybe a little bit after that because corporations are going to start cutting their budgets for nonprofit stuff. So $50 matters to these local things in your area. So if you have 50 bucks and you're like, you know what? Like let me look up something and find a nonprofit that's around me because they probably need help and they rely on those giant uh, checks from major companies who might be downsizing their budgets and stuff like that. So give 50 bucks when you can give whatever you can give 10 bucks, give 10 bucks volunteer. Uh, So that was, um, that was Saturday night, Saturday and Sunday mornings were filled with productive fun errands. And I will tell you, it was like Jeff dollars super bowl. Like he was like a kid at Christmas when we were, returning things i i need i when when my space my environment is pointlessly cluttered Mm -hmm. it drives me nuts so if, if my if the kitchen is dirty because we just made a big meal and we just ate it and we haven't cleared the table yet, you know, cleaned up yet. I'm fine with that. Even if it's there until the next morning and we're going to clean it the next morning, the next morning will come and I'll hate myself for not cleaning it the night before. But that doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. But what bothers me is when there's a package that I have to take to the UPS store that's a return and I walk by the front door 12 times. I'm like, I'm too busy today. Oh, I don't feel like going there today. Whoa, what if there's a line today? So there's just like, it becomes, uh, it's like a micro anxiety turned macro because you're staring at those packages for like weeks at a time. And then you put, oh, this has to go back to Target and you put that and like, oh, I got to put this package in the mail and that goes, you know, and and everything just, and it just, so Saturday morning uh, I got up and I said, I, and Callie had something to go to FedEx Yeah, and- I had to pick up a shirt from drag. So there's all this list of to-dos. And in my mind, I plotted out the route, the route, whatever. Even taking cardboard boxes that we had broken down to the recycling, Mm -hmm. the the community center, whatever. Put that. I mapped out the route. And I said, who wants to go on an adventure? It's going to take 45 minutes to run these errands. We're going to end at the playground. Ellie says, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Including brushing the dog because Lily's going through one of her molts seasonal molts so there's dog fur everywhere we ended up we did it we ended up going running all the errands doing it felt 
It felt so good. I, it was Christmas. If it, and we got it all done. 45 minutes and done. Done. Then, then went to the playground. Then on Sunday morning, similar excursion, much shorter because we just went to Cali. Cali dropped me off at Costco and Ellie and I went into Costco and then Cali went and got gas and coffee or something and then came back and picked us up. Efficient, productive. Jeff Dollar's best weekend ever. Fun. It was great. It couldn't have gone any better. We are really excited to introduce a new advertiser to you um, that's new to the show and to a couple of our shows on 1022. And here's the thing. So people say a lot of things about pregnancy, about marriage, about things that aren't true, but some of them are. And one of them that I have found to be true is the second child, uh, the first one, you're like so diligent with everything. You've got the nursery planned out the day you take a positive pregnancy test. Uh, and then the second one is like, oh my gosh, I'm having a baby next week. I need to find a crib. I need, I need to, to get, buy I, some diapers. I need to get some bottles. Those things I've heard are important. <laughs> and some, di- um, some diapers. I guess those are needed. I will tell you that I have found that to be true with myself. And I was determined not to let this happen. I had a very detailed pregnancy journal with Ellie. And I was like, okay, baby two, going to do the same thing. And I was coming in hot and updating it. Well, I found it a couple weeks ago. And I haven't updated it since I was like... 13 weeks pregnant. <laughs> the first and last <laughs> entry is positive pregnancy test today. Very excited. That's it. And that's for ba- it. <laughs> for baby two. So in perfect timing, here comes Keepsake, which is our new ad partner. And Keepsake helps you kind of like keep that journal, either for your kid or your pregnant self or, or whatever. Um, but I signed up for it. And they text you prompts every day on text and you can write back with two sentences. Like how have you been feeling so far this pregnancy? And then you just write, you know, two sentences. And then at the end of it, they'll put together a book for you with all of your answers. So it's like keeping a baby book for busy people who are well-intentioned. <laughs> and it's not but- just, it, if I'm understanding correctly, um, and I know you've been using Keepsake now yeah. for a couple weeks, but it's also for after the baby arrives. Mm-hmm. So every day you they ask you for a question or for a picture or for something. Yes. And they keep track of it all. So the, the organization for you or for us or for whoever is trying to document their kid's life is basically just responding to text messages. Which we're doing anyways. Right. You know, like I don't have to sit down and then I feel overwhelmed by getting, you know, the pen out and putting pen to paper, trying to remember stuff. So they're, um, you know, like here's some of the questions I've gotten recently. What are some of the most popular baby names um, that you're aware of right now? Do you play music to your baby? Um, and what do you hope your relationship with baby dollar will be like? And you no. pick the time of day. So I started out getting their texts at like 4 p.m. It's too late in the day for me and I'm fried. So I changed when I was getting them to like in the morning so I can answer them first thing. And it's been great. Yeah. And then they'll put together a book for me and then that baby will have a well-organized book that I did not have to put as much effort into. And can you request the book whenever you want? Can you get it annually on their birthday? So it would be the 12 months prior or. You're, you're assuming here that I am in the planning mode right now. I'm in the survival mode of just answering the questions. Okay. So when I get my book, I will let you know, but um, you know, busy parents uh, rejoice for this because it is easy, and we're really excited to have them. So you're gonna be hearing this, a lot about them. This is such a great idea, and can can I sign up for it now with Ellie? You can sign up for it whenever. You can also give it as a gift, which would be like a great baby gift, yeah, um, or gift to any parent, like 
anytime. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I, I think this is, it, yeah, everything about this is fantastic. And I'm so excited to have them be a partner with Upside and with some of our other shows. Just because it's, it, life moves so fast and everybody, I think, is really well intended to keep the scrapbook, to keep the baby book, to keep everything. We are. You know what I mean? We mean well. And it just doesn't happen. But if you tell me that I only have to take 30 seconds every day to respond to respond to a text message, and I'm assuming that if you miss a text message, then it just doesn't include it in, get included in the book. Right. You, you don't get punished. It doesn't cancel mm. if you can't think of an answer if you're busy. So let's say you you sign up for a year and you only answer a third of the questions and they're sending you one every day. That's a hundred responses mm-hmm. that your kid gets to look back on, and you get to look. And you back can also on. like get. Um, you can add contributing family members. Oh, so like we could ask like my parents to be on it at any time. You know, Ellie's at their house. They could upload pictures to it or talk about a story or something cute that she said, and then and then we have that. Well, welcome to the Upside Keepsake. We are so excited to have you as an ad partner, but also to use you. Um, Keepsake, if you want to look it up online, is Q-E-E-P-S-A-K-E.com, Q-E-E-P-S-A-K-E. And if you add slash upside to that, they're going to give you 20% off your annual subscription. I wish we had the NFL Sunday music playing because I feel like that's the kind of energy that I want to bring into October Lucians. <laughs> Even though we're dun, doing dun, them almost ten day, almost a third of the way through October. You know what? We're doing them now, and that's what counts. And that's actually the whole point of why we're doing them in October because we need a little bit longer. We're giving ourselves some buffer space between now and January to figure out our resolutions. Um, I and, and to get started on them because the momentum you need. You need the momentum of whatever your resolution is going into the new year Mm -hmm. because you've already got enough crap happening on January 1st. Yeah. So this gives you, so whether you're starting them today on October 9th or you started them on October 1st like you were supposed to, or you start them on October 20th. Yeah. You're going to have that momentum. You're getting ahead. You're getting ahead. Okay. So I pulled ours from last year and every year we pull the ones from the year before. Jeff, do you remember what yours were? Nope. Okay, you had four. Um, one of them was drink more water every day, including weekends. Doing that. I think that you've done that very well. Yes. Um, and you're not someone that loves water. So Jeff's a big liquid IV. They're not an ad partner this week, but um, big liquid IV has helped you with that if you're someone that doesn't like drinking water. Uh, your number two was no sleeping with your phone in reaching distance of the bed. Terrible. I have, I have, I have not done that at all. I don't even know that I properly attempted it. I would. You know what? We talked last week about the baby monitor that we, that we probably won't be using for baby number two because it doesn't have, they're now upcharging us for the features. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be more realistic if the baby monitor wasn't built into the phone. Right. Because you're seeing when Ellie's up. Yeah. Checking on her, whatever. Um, number three for you was you wanted to lose five pounds within 21 days. I uh, Yes, we can talk more about that. I did not keep that October Lucian mm-hmm. last year. Um, but in the past two weeks, uh, three weeks, I have lost 15 pounds. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Good for you. I know you've been trying to like... 
you know, eat at home and meal prep more and stuff like that. And I, there are a few very small changes that I made that I will share um, later this week. And I'm also going to tell you why I'm really bummed about it. Oh, okay. Um, and then your other one is prep for the next day, the night before. I do that about 50% of the time. You've gotten way better this year. And I want to do it more because there is a noticeable difference I can feel in my productivity, my yeah. in, my mood with you and Ellie, my making healthy choices, um, my anxiety, all of it is better if I just take 15 minutes. And I think, to be honest, I mean, not to like toot my own horn, because I don't think I contribute to it as much as you do, but I do see a shift since I stopped going to bed at 6.30 p.m. that I can kind of like, because I would go to bed at 6.30, you and Ellie would still have stuff going on, then you'd edit the show, then you'd have to whatever. Now I can help with the dishes, or I can help, like I can help a little more than I was able to you at can, night. You can, but why don't you? You know, Jeff Dollar... I do contribute to this house. Um, okay. So those were year four. So we're like a 50%. So that was actually uh -huh. better because the year before, <laughs> you didn't keep any of them. Even though the 50%, well, the year before was when I came up with that stupid plan where you're like, I want to do five new things every year. And stupid. Um, these were just, <laughs> these are just straightforward. And even though the weight one didn't, I didn't jump on that bandwagon until September and didn't even remember that it was an October Lucian. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, I'm happy. I have so many questions about that. So we're going to have to talk yeah. about that later this week. Mine were be direct about what I want, which I feel like I've gotten a lot better at, especially in business. Well, and I would say you've gotten better with me. About just saying what I want? Yeah. Good. Because I think when you I, – I, I think you've got – because I think I kind of force it because I don't do – ambiguity very well and you don't do definitive very well yeah so i'm trying to be more i'm trying to be more direct when i need an answer from you and force you to give the answer and i've noticed that you have just gotten better at saying i want thai food tonight yeah and i think um especially or whatever that's such a terrible example well, I know. but do you know what i mean yeah but like where you just say it yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think in business, I've gotten way better about that, about not beating around the bush or being scared about what people are going to think about me. Um, and I think that's changed since I quit my job because now my opinion affects whether or not we pay our rent, you know? Also, you when you were negotiating the exit of your job, one thing that you did then that you have done in almost every important meeting we've had since then is you bullet out, sometimes you do it by yourself, sometimes you ask me to help you, but you say, here are the points that I need to make during this meeting, mm -hmm. and here are the non-negotiables, and here are the things, and this is what has to be accomplished by the end. Right. And you, even if you don't share, it's not an agenda that you email to the participants. It just keeps me on track. But yeah, and I think it just helps you focus. So you're, you're just, you have a you have a purpose rather than a hope. Like, oh, yes. I hope we accomplish yes, this that's during a great this way meeting. To say it. You say this meeting needs to accomplish this. So I right. think you're crushing that one. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, I'm like, oh, you were so cute thinking about this with the two year old when you made this up. Uh, keep the inside of my car clean. My car is worse mm. than ever. It is awful. And I, I just have that one, I don't even feel like I could have done anything better with 
Uh, yeah. Because we have a two. The car is just messy. And what, She's messy. I'm busy. And it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Um, okay. Do you want me to go first for 2024 October Lucians, or do you want to go? It doesn't matter. I know what mine is. Okay. You have one this yeah. year? Okay. What is it? I just want to, and I've talked about, I talked about this a few months ago. Um, I just want to constantly imagine a future where everything works out in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. I think... And I have just. Are you saying this because you're someone that defaults to the everything is going to go wrong? So let's punch holes in everything that could go wrong. So I'm not disappointed when it, or I'm not unprepared. So I'm not unprepared, right? Because I never want to be un, un, you know, prepared and caught off guard. And what ends up happening is I end up spending a, a considerable amount of energy preparing for things that never see the light of day. I mean, weeks sometimes and it is and and i and i've really i think it was something i uh, and she'll probably remember but it was something that t-bird said mm-hmm. i uh, a while back where and and i think we were just and i just said and and the way she said it it just struck me as like what a beautiful way to spend your energy is just imagining that everything is going to work out and and it's not it's different, I think, than, well, everything happens for a reason and everything is working right. out the way it's supposed to. Um, I asked you over the weekend, I said, hey, because we're you know navigating buying a house, right? And we're going to buy a house early next year. But there's, a you know, a, because we're both self-employed and because Callie quit her job this year, there's- A lot a, of hoops to jump through. <laughs> there's hoops to jump through, but things have to tie in order for us to, you know, and we're having a baby in the right. early part of next year. And I said something to you, and you said, I am fully moving forward, planning on buying a house. Yes. In the by the end of March. Yes. And that's just the plan. And and I've I'm I'm doing that too, but I catch myself going, Well, what's our backup if that doesn't but you know what? We'll figure the backup up yeah. out if something happens. But yes. why not just imagine that it's gonna happen the way it should and plan for that? Yes. You know? Manifestation. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good one for you. And I think it's going to be hard, but I'm proud of you for working on that because I know it drives you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, it's one thing it's, if it's driving people around you crazy, but if it's driving you crazy and like, ew, like really getting under your skin, um, I think that's a good one for you. Yeah. Um, I have two. One is be present with my kids um, because I really. That's the first time I've heard you say that, like plural. Kids. Yeah. What? Um, I know. I can make sense if you, because the majority of next year, we'll have two kids. Two. Yeah. Um, and I just want to be present with them, and I want to be present, especially for Ellie with a new baby coming into the house and how she feels about it, and making sure that you know the transition for her is you know just being there for her because it's a big new thing. I think she's gonna be fine. I think she's gonna be great, but I want to make an effort to like be off my phone, be in every moment and soak it up because there's never going to be another time in our lives where our children are meeting for the first time or, you know, playing together for the first time. And I I don't want to miss that. And there's definitely, I'm sure there's going to be meltdowns where the baby is getting more attention than Ellie. And, you know, Ellie is saying, you know, what about me? You know, and there's, that's going to happen. But as long as that happens, because, I am paying attention to the baby. Yeah. 
And not because I did pay attention to the baby and now I'm mindlessly scrolling Instagram. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I turn around and Ellie's like, watch this. And she jams a screwdriver in an electrical outlet. Right. Know? Number two is going to be hard for me. Yeah. Um, That is practice gratitude for my body because I have really like, I think about what I look like a lot. And I, pregnancy is easier for me because I feel like things I'm not confident about makes sense to me because, oh, I'm pregnant. You know what I mean? Like, of course, my, you know, whatever is bigger, this is happening. It's because I'm pregnant. Like, it's part of pregnancy and it's great. But then the second I go postpartum, I really am hard on myself about, okay, you got to get back into working out six days a week. You got to, I mean, the, the third week that Ellie was born, I went on a two mile walk and my physical therapist was like, why did you do like, why? Like, stop. And I don't think I have enough gratitude for my body and what it can do. So that's going to be something I very much struggle with. But I hope to give myself a little bit of grace and be be grateful for what it's done for me and for us and for our family. You're so hard on yourself for your body. And I will say this, and I'm sure every woman listening is going to go say, we all do that. But you overthink it so much. I know. Over like crazy overthink it because you are in the and the only time it ever really bothered me was after Ellie in the because you wanted to get into super great shape before baby number two. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to you, just cut yourself, just give yourself a break. You know? Mm-hmm. Just because you're going to go through this all again in the next two years. Right. Sometime. It ended yeah. up being, you know, almost three. But at some point, you're going to go through this again in the next couple of years. Just relax. Yeah. Enjoy it. But I know that, and I know I'm supposed to say stuff like, oh, I love you no matter what, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's that's all a given. But I know that after baby number two arrives, when you are cleared to, to do whatever it is you want to do, whether it's diet or walk or work out or go back to Pilates or whatever it is, you're Mm going to do it and you're going to be great at it. Yeah. And I think also one thing I will say, because the weight thing has come up and I want to make sure I say this out loud. There is, I have been very, very intentional about never commenting negatively on my own body in front of Ellie. I don't even ask. I don't know if you notice this, Jeff. I don't even ask you what you think of an outfit in front of Ellie. Like, and oh, I tell I, when you leave the room, Ellie and I usually talk about it. Like, <laughs> and, wow, wow, did you see that? Look at her ankles, those <laughs> things are huge. Like, um, that's what we talked about this morning. And then yesterday, it was oh, like you lean back and it was a crazy double chin. And Ellie actually <laughs> brought that up. Um, but I never want her to hear anything negative out, out of my mouth. And I read somewhere that you know, our kids. Um, they, everybody tells our kids that they look just like us, or you're just like your mom. You're just like your dad. And when they hear us saying bad things about ourselves, they're like, well, maybe I shouldn't feel about secure about myself because I look like mom and mom doesn't like what she looks like, or I look like dad and he doesn't like what he looks like. So it's our job to just to do that. And I've started doing something also that I really just makes me cringe because I don't believe it at all. But for Ellie, I, you know, will say things like, Ellie, how cute do my butt look in these jeans? Like we just, I just say things to her about how much I love my body. Yeah. Even if it feels like a lie to me. Yeah. So she's like, you know, knows that you can say positive things about your body. 
the number one thing for me to succeed in all other areas of my life is getting a good night's sleep. When I sleep well, I have more energy, obviously. I feel less anxious and less stressed. And I just am in a better mood, which makes everybody around me happier. And CBD has helped me get that good sleep. But what I've learned is that there are different CBDs out there. And even the ones that say that they're really strong or work really fast don't because, quite honestly, a lot of companies lie on their label. Next, Evo Naturals knows this, and so they have solved two problems. Number one, they've got something called Smart Sorb Technology that allows their all-natural gummies to absorb four times better than most oil-based products. And number two, they're honest on their labels. You're going to get exactly the amount that they promise on the label. 100% of the CBD that you buy is what's going to end up in your system. Regular CBD oil just doesn't mix with your water-based body. So Nextevo Naturals and the Smart Sorb technology helps your body absorb more CBD per dosage. You can upgrade to better natural solutions from Nextevo Naturals by going to nextevo.com and use promo code UPSIDE to get 25% off. That's 25% off at Nextevo, N-E-X-T-E-V-O, Dot com, use the code UPSIDE, 25% off. Now, you've heard us talk about how we are a hatch family, all right? It started out with Ellie. We registered for a hatch noisemaker because we heard amazing things about it. So you know about that. But recently, Jeff and I got our own hatch. And so now we are a full circle 360 hatch family. It's important for our kids to get sleep, but it's important for us to get sleep too, Think of the Hatch Restore 2 as your bedside sleep guide, your ally in rest. The innovative all-in-one dream machine is a sophisticated sound machine, light and alarm clock, beautifully designed for your bedside table. And I was so excited to get rid of our old noisemaker because it was so unattractive. This one is beautiful. It looks like a piece of decor. Good rest allows you to be the best version of yourself, which is why the Hatch Restore 2 was engineered to help you form healthy sleep habits for life. Your hatch teaches your body when it's time to sleep and when it's time to rise with light and sound cues. It is the coolest thing. It also coaches you through meditations and mindfulness exercises that transform the time before and after sleep into restful rituals. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of a Hatch Restore 2 and free shipping at hatch.co slash upside. Sleep deeply and wake gently with the Restore 2. Go to hatch.co slash upside to get $20 off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash upside. Just a quick reminder, if you are in the Atlanta area, the Walk to End Alzheimer's is happening at the Battery at Truist Park on November 4th. If you're not in Georgia, there are events in your community too. There is more to the walk to end Alzheimer's than just walking. We invite you to join the movement towards a brighter future for those affected by Alzheimer's. Go to alz.org slash walk today to register and get involved with any walk near you. Tis the season of holiday baking, and it is time to upgrade your cookware to Caraway. I have been a Caraway customer long before they were an advertiser on the podcast, and I am fully obsessed with them. They have non-toxic kitchenware, and that's what I was looking for when I wanted to... St- 
switch from my traditional nonstick pans. Okay, so this is a staple for any home. It comes in various beautiful shades. And honestly, we leave ours on the stove pretty much all the time because it looks like a part of our home decor. It's really, really beautiful. They are made without any toxic materials like PFAs, PTFEs, PFOAs, or other hard to pronounce chemicals. And the ceramic coating, the ceramic surface means minimal oil or butter and it is so easy to clean the plate uh, the food glides off your plate which for me Having to clean up a mess after cooking is one of the reasons I don't like doing it, but not with Caraway. Over 50,000 people have raved about their Caraway kitchen. Now it's time to try it for yourself. Visit CarawayHome.com Upside10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners, so visit CarawayHome.com Upside10 or use the code Upside10 at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. A friend of Callie's had... Uh, their second kid a couple of months ago. Uh, what, like two months ago? Seven weeks ago. Seven, Yeah, two months ago. And for the past month, the family has just gotten their butt kicked with uh, like a bug going around and um, a, you know, work trips and people just being sick and just, just been blah. And the, the, um, Kelly's friend, mentioned that they have to thank God for DoorDash because that's what they've been surviving on. When they remember that they're hungry, they're, they just order something. Yes. Kelly says, I want to make you a home-cooked meal. And she says, I would love that. And there was a miscommunication uh, between when Kelly told me that story and when that meal was to be delivered. So I spent all day Friday making two giant trays of manicotti which i had never made before it was so sweet even though the food wasn't supposed to be delivered till yesterday so kelly's friend got a manicotti on friday and chicken and dumplings last night and so did we it was us. great yeah, and we then of course yeah two trays one tray for them and one tray for us the thing is we haven't gotten feedback on the manicotti, which makes me think I screwed it up. I actually I, I did. Never, I never made manicotti before. So I, I did know. get feedback. She said it was really good. However, I think that, because um, I don't think it was the best thing you've ever made, but it was really good. I mean, I had it twice, had it for leftovers. But I think um, she is such a sleep-deprived parent right now oh, so she's that like, she doesn't even, she probably... Didn't was even know taking what she was bites eating. of it yeah. in between chasing a kid and feeding a newborn while her husband was out of town. I guarantee she didn't even think for one second about, oh, is this good? Is this bad? Like, this is food that wasn't ordered off DoorDash. Yeah, I I made it and then thought how silly it was to make something that I have never made before as a gift to someone because yeah. whatever is terrible. Uh, all right, here are your three random things for today. The best tasting cereal of all time is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Really? Yeah. Mm. Now, obviously, we're talking about the tastiest, not the healthiest. Uh, number two is Frosted Flakes. God, I would say yes. I loved Frosted Flakes I as did a too. kid. Man. So good. Uh, followed by Captain Crunch, which I had a lot in my house, but I don't think I like. I don't think I loved it. I've never had it. Um, also, Alphabets. I loved me some Loved Alphabets. <gasps> we got to get Ellie Alphabets. Okay. Here's the funny thing about all those cereals from the 90s. My parents had a hard rule in our house that we weren't allowed to have chocolate cereal in our house but yeah we were allowed to have frosted flakes and i'm pretty sure they're like the exact same thing they're all full of crap yeah, yeah. 
chocolate cereal. That's so random. Yeah, like we couldn't get Cocoa Puffs or whatever. And I remember like Reese's came out with a cereal in the 90s. And my parents were like, no chocolate for breakfast. But like, yeah, all the other cereals have so much junk in it. I don't really think there's much of a difference between the chocolate and the not chocolate one. Uh, Captain Crunch is number three. Raisin Bran, number four. Honey Nut Cheerios, number five. I would say Honey Nut Cheerios is number one for me. Best cereal of all time. I said what I said. Your second random thing for today is that Stouffer's is releasing an advent calendar filled with frozen food. That's funny. Which I love. And I love that companies are really embracing the advent thing because we get all sorts of weird advent calendars during this season. And this one I love because have you ever had Stouffer's mac and cheese? I don't think so. It is so good. It is a frozen delight. Is Stouffer's the TV dinner place? Yes. With the trays, with the little five compartments. And the, oftentimes there's a dessert. So um, There's a brownie I, in there. I don't there think they something? are now, but I, they may have done that. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure my dad lives on, lived on Stouffer's like in college. <laughs> he there, he did, and he, he talked about it once. And whichever one that was his favorite, he described it. And I thought, if I see that in the freezer It may section, be the mac and cheese one. I'll buy it. No, it's, it was one with the compartments. Oh, okay. So it's, you know, meatloaf in one compartment, green beans, you know, yeah. maybe mac and cheese, and then it it always came with a brownie or something that you could, that would, could go in the oven with it. And the little, you know, squishy metal trays. Yeah. Mm. And your third random thing, the most stressful time of day, 7.23 a.m. That's, that's very precise. Researchers say that there's a lot that needs to be done in the morning and there's always a deadline. So we certainly feel this. You know, Ellie, um, you know, knock on wood, has never had to walk into the office to get signed into school we've never missed carpool oh have you no oh okay you pulled the mic back i thought you were about to say that i was back. about to sneeze oh okay um so obviously there's deadlines and you got to get to places at a certain time traffic can cause uh stress and then you are reliant on other people's schedules so if you carpool to work other people if you bus schedules if you got your kids on a bus etc et you know what you should be doing at 723 what is that 723 is that the time Listening to the upside. Make and it a little better. Are your three random things? You are strong, you are brave, you're kind, and you always belong here.